It's the dictionary. 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 Hello, word nerds. Welcome to this episode of the dictionary. I've got a TikTok thing going on, and it makes my eyes and glasses and forehead and eyebrows look very strange. Almost, almost like Jack Nicholson, but more so. The first word in this episode is deer, D-E-E-R. It's a noun, yes, from before the 12th century, one is archaic. The synonym is animal. They used to call animals deers? Ooh, this is interesting, but especially a small mammal. That is going to be the end of the TikTok video. Let's stop it and do this and this and put in the hashtags. All right, so they used to call deer animals. Are they used to call animals deer? Ho-ho, we can't wait to get to the etymology. Number two for deer. This one is much more long and specific. Any of numerous slender-legged ruminant animals having usually brownish fur and antlers borne by the males of nearly all they're, they're talking about the antlers here. The antlers borne by the males of nearly all and by the females of a few forms. Could they word that better, please? So all of the male deers of all the different kinds of deers have antlers and some types of female deers doe a deer. Uh, they, some of them have antlers. They are of the family Cervidae, which is the deer family. So there's lots of deers, and they have their own family called cervidae. That's what it says there. They have slender legs. They are ruminants, and we will post a picture of some deers on social media when I get around to it. I'm like 10 words behind. This is a bad problem. Okay, so what does the etymology say? It is from, or it is, it is a Middle English word, which means deer or animal which is from the Old English word dior, D-E-O-R, which means beast. So just, just any beast they used to call deer or dior. Um, that is akin to the Old High German word tior, T-I-O-R, which means wild animal. Also from the Lithuanian, this is the most interesting, dvasia, and that means breath or spirit. So basically, what I think what they were thinking is anything that was alive, that had breath, that had spirit, uh, the Lithuanians called Davasia. And then, you know, there's also the Old High German wild animal, which became beast, which became just animal or deer. And now we called just the deers the deers. Uh, it's so fascinating. I This just it astounds me. Okay. Um, Deer-like. That is an adjective. There's no better way to say something is like a deer other than just deer-like. Oh boy, we got we got to do an, a sound effect. Um, I was I was sort of going through the alphabet and now I sort of lost my place. Was I on like the the T, the do I don't know. We'll go. Oh, maybe I did the U. So we'll do vroom. Yeah, we'll do that. The next word is deerberry. One word, noun from 1814, stay away from the deer berries. 
that they drop from their butts. Number one, either of two shrubs of the heath family that are found in dry woods and scrub of the eastern U.S. Dry woods and scrub. I don't know what a scrub is. It's similar to the woods, maybe. In the eastern U.S. Number two, the edible fruit of a deer berry is a deer berry. The deer berry makes deer berry. The do 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 the scientific names, the species names. We have Vaccinium staminium, staminium, and then also Vaccinium caseum. I have to suspect that they're called deer berries because the deer eat the berries. They don't look like berries. That would be weird, a berry shaped like a deer. Um, so yeah, but maybe maybe we'll find a picture and post this as well. On the social media at DictionaryPod, go find it, go say hi. And if you don't know the TikTok thing, uh, that's on my personal TikTok, which is literally just Dictionary Podcast related stuff, and that's at Speejampar, S-P-E-J-A-M-P-A-R. Go, go say hi. Vroom. The next word is deer fly. All one word. It's probably a fly that hangs around a deer. How many kinds of flies are there that start with an animal name? There's horse flies and deer flies and maybe, I don't know, other things. This is a noun from 1853. Any of numerous small horse flies hmm, that include important vectors of tularemia. Tularemia. They are important vectors. So what is tularemia? It's spelled T-U-L-A-R-E-M-I-A. Probably some sort of disease-like thing that they spread around. And they're small horse flies. Well, deers are smaller than horses usually, so I guess that makes sense. But maybe they're specifically hanging around deers. They are of the genus Chrysops. C-H-R-Y-S-O-P-S. Chrysops. Do we need to post a picture of a deer fly? Is every single one of these, uh, half of these words or so start with deer. They're, they're physical objects, things to look at. So maybe we need to post b- b- a whole bunch of pictures. I do about one a day. I think I need to go back to two a day. Next word. Vroom. It is deer hound. One word. Hound, like a dog. You ain't nothing but a hound, no. Deer hound. We should say that. You ain't nothing but a deer hound. No, that's that's terrible. Noun from 1816. The synonym is Scottish deer hound. So maybe we'll get more information when we get to the S's for Scottish. And I think we need to post a picture of one right now. A deer hound. Do why why are they called deer hounds? Would they chase deer to hunt? Or do they look like deer? Do they hang out with deers? Are they friends with the deers? Do they have tea with the deers? Do they go on dates with the deers? Hmm. Next word. Vroom. It's deer mouse. Two words. Noun from 1833. What is this? Is it a mouse that hangs out with deers? Is it a mouse that looks like a deer? Is it a deer that's as big as a mouse? Any of various mice of Northern and Central America, or just North and Central America, but especially one 
widely distributed in forests and grasslands of North America. The genus name is Pyramiscus, Pyramiscus, but especially the one uh, that's found distributed in forests and grasslands of North America, that one is called Pyramiscus maniculatus, maniculatus. So why are they called deer mouse, deer mouse, deer mice? Well, they say here, it is from their agility. So they are very agile mice. And they have to be if they're living in the wild. I guess most mice live in the wild. But they're very agile. And so they're deer mice. Because deer are very agile and quick, I guess. They jump high and run fast. There are other mice I've seen pictures of that have those long, long skinny legs. I don't know if these are the deer mice. Are they, are they rabbit mice? I'm not sure. Next word, vroom. Deer skin, one word, noun from the 14th century. This is leather made from the skin of a deer and then also just a garment made of this leather. Not a fan of this one, just gonna say that, but hey, it's in here, we gotta read it. Deer skin, deer skin leather, you can get stuff made from deerskin leather, but, you know, it's probably similar to lots of other leather, although a leather expert would tell you otherwise. Next. Vroom. Deer stalker. Two, uh, one word, like stalking around. Noun from 1870. Hmm. A close-fitting hat with a visor at the front and the back and with ear flaps that may be worn up or down. This is called also deer stalker cap or deer stalker hat. I, I am not an expert on hats. I know a fair amount of hats, but I don't know a lot of hats. I, not as many as maybe even the average person, and I have not heard of a deer stalker hat, although I can visualize it, and I think we need to post a picture of a deer stalker hat. This must be the hat that people wear when they're stalking deers hunting deers more specifically and you know maybe it's cold so they need the flaps to warm their ears and the visors why do you need one at the back is it because you can put the hat on either way and it'll work still but yeah the visor in the front maybe it's going to help with some sun uh yeah that's all i got for that vroom deer tick is next Two words, noun from 1982. An exotic tick of the eastern U.S. and Canada that transmits the bacterium causing Lyme disease. And it is called also black-legged tick. I assume their legs are black. Exotic, this is an exotic tick. The word exotic is spelled I-X-O-D-I-D. And the species names couple for this tick are Ixodes scapularis, or Ixodes. I don't know how to pronounce that first word. I-X-O-D-E-S. All of you tick experts can tell me the correct way. Ixodes scapularis. And then there's another one, Ixodes damini. D-A-M-M-I-N-I. There's a picture of a deer tick, and yes, I will post a picture of one 
a real one, not a drawing. And so just be warned. You're, you're warned if you go check that out. Um, but yes, yeah, so their body is kind of teardrop shaped. What we think of as teardrop shaped. Uh, it looks kind of shiny and just a big brown thing. And then it has eight legs that come off. Um, the, the back ones uh, are at about halfway down the, the round body. And then the front ones are pretty close to the front. And each of the legs has like one, two, three, four, four or five segments. And they're kind of pointy at the end. It looks like they got little claws. And then the face of the tick has like three, three maybe antenna kind of things poking out. Two of them are maybe antenna and one of them maybe is like a mouthpiece. But it doesn't uh, really show much detail. And that is the deer tick, ladies and gentlemen. And everybody in between. I think we need new phrases, don't we? Hmm. I think we do. Next. Vroom. Deer yard. One word. Deer yard. Noun from 1849. Deer yard. I had a great time playing on you today. We played some tennis and badminton and then we mowed you the yard, we mowed you, and it was such a wonderful time. Deer yard. Dear me. Okay. The deer yard is a place where deer herd in winter. Just wherever they go, it is the deer yard. From. Next is de-escalate. No more deer words. I am so sorry, unless there's something in the book that does not start with deer. It comes later in the word. Here we have de-escalate, and the D is followed by a hyphen. This is a verb from 1964. The synonym is the 2B definition for the word limit. Just gonna limit things and de-escalate. That was transitive. Here is intransitive. Oh, by the way, I'm seeing this little division symbol for the... Uh, an abnormal pronunciation. So de-escalate is the main one. And then de-es... I guess it's keolate. De-escalate. Some people like to say that. Okay. Intransitive verb. To decrease in extent, volume, or scope. Just uh, whatever those things are, just decrease them. We're going to de-escalate. I mean, I, I automatically think of just de-escalate a situation. So what would that be? Extent, volume, or scope? Maybe extent. What's the extent of a volatile, dramatic situation? We've got to de-escalate. Okay, everybody, just chill. Let's, let's center up, get back, and figure... Let's, let's talk this through. De-escalation is a noun, and de-escalatory is an adjective. Vroom. Next is DEET, D-E-E-T. It is a noun from 1962. A colorless, oily liquid, insect and tick repellent. It's going to repel the insects and the ticks. It's colorless, and it is an oily liquid. The, uh, the chemical numbers C12H17NO. Where does this word come from? Deet. Well, let's see. It's some scientific-y stuff that's a little hard to read. Uh, it says it's probably from D 
E T. So just just one E, not the two E's. D E T, which is diethyltoluamide, and there's a chemical. Now why would this? Oh, to, toluamide, I guess, has its own uh, chemical letters and numbers, which is C eight H nine N O. But then when you add the di and the ethyl, it becomes C twelve H seventeen N O. I guess. But there's only one E, so it's D-E-T, but for some reason we pronounce it DEET, and we spell it DEET. Maybe they didn't like DET. Vroom. Next is the first of the D-E-F words, DEF. First form, adjective from 1979. This one is slang for the number seven definition of the word cool, which, you know, it's like cool Joe, Joe Cool, is that what he was called? Joe Cool, wearing the sunglasses, Snoopy the dog, very cool. He is deaf. Um, let's see, this is probably an alternative of the word deaf, D-E-A-T-H, which is from the phrase to death excessively. Now wait, I'm confused. So the phrase is to death. And then I guess it's from using the phrase excessively, maybe excessively. Maybe they said it so fast that it sounded like deaf. But how is deaf like cool? This doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know. This one's a stretch. Maybe we need to go to etymonline.com and uh, check out, or is it .org? I think it's .com. And uh, we need to check out the etymology for the word deaf. I, I need more info than this. Uh, they Might Be Giants have a song I think is it called just I'm deaf maybe it's a very silly song and I'll put in a, a clip of it uh, it's not on one of their main albums I think it's on the the b-sides but uh yeah it's just a very well it's just just listen to it I'm deaf yeah it's just a fun little silly song the next word Vroom. The second form of the word deaf. This one is an abbreviation for one, defendant or defense. Two, deferred. Three, defined or definition. And four, definite. Definitely, that is true. Vroom. Next is deface. Or just deface. You're that. What's that? That oh, I, oh, that's bad, bad. Deface, deface. What's with your deface? No, that doesn't work either. Deface. Okay, we're gonna move on. Two. This is a verb, a transitive verb from the 14th century. One. To mar the appearance of, or injure by, effacing significant details. Okay, to mar the appearance of, so you're just making, you're changing the appearance, you're messing it up. Whatever the appearance is of something, you're messing it up, you're defacing it. You're taking the face of it, and you are making it marred. But there's also injure by effacing significant details. So this feels like this is more of, not something physical, a physical appearance, but this is more of a... uh, Ooh, I don't know, esoteric kind of an idea, maybe like a, a legal thing, of a book, a poem, I don't know, something that's not so physical. Um, 
changing the details, you're effacing the details, you've injured it. It's all, it's a very negative thing to face. There's, um, oh, here we go, yeah, here's an example. Deface an inscription. So you could be physically defacing this inscription if it's literally inscribed on a thing, or you're just talking about it and you're marring, you're injuring it, its meaning. Number two, the synonym is impair. Three is obsolete, and the synonym is destroy. I don't think that's all that obsolete. I mean, that feels pretty, pretty, pretty similar to me. Destroy, deface, maybe destroy has more of a, you've really fucked the thing up, and deface is just, eh, it's just, it's just messed up. Defacement is a noun, and defacer is a noun. This is just from Anglo-French, day plus face, face, uh, which means the front or the face. And then, of course, put a D-E in front of it, and it just changes everything. Next is de facto, which is our last word. Uh, this one's the first form, and there will be a second form. De facto is two words, D-E, and then facto. You can say de facto, de, is that a de facto, or de facto? But in each case, I think you're emphasizing the fact. The facts of life. Adverb from 1601. In reality, that is what it means. In reality. Are we in reality? What is reality? And then the synonym is actually. This is, oh, let's talk about the, uh, the, the, yeah, the etymology. It is from Middle Latin. It is Middle Latin. And it liter- literally means, literally means, actually it means in reality, it literally means from the fact. How do you use this in a sentence? I have definitely heard this used often, but uh, I don't know if I actually knew what it meant. Maybe I did in the context. I don't really remember, but yeah, I, I would love, love to hear an example. How do you use it? From the fact, I'm going to try and use this one. One more word for this episode. Froom. Second form of de facto adjective from circa 1689. Number one, the synonym is actual, but especially being such in effect, though not formally recognized, as in a de facto state of war. So what? It is actual, but it's not formally recognized. Hmm. Being such an effect, though not formally recognized. So it's not actual. I don't know. Words are weird. Number two, exercising power as if legally constituted, as in a de facto government. I feel like I've maybe heard that. Exercising power as if legally constituted. So you're not legally constituted to exercise these powers. De facto, it's uh, okay. It's like what when, when a president is kicked out or killed or something, then they have a replacement temporarily. They'd be the de facto president. Maybe, is that right? Hmm. It's interesting because it comes from the Latin from the fact so these are things that seem like they're they're just, I don't know, they're not actual, they're not in reality, 
They're just sort of there. I don't know. It's, it's odd to me. But maybe there's more explanation. Number three, resulting from economic or social factors rather than from laws or actions of the state, as in de facto segregation. I feel like I wouldn't know which one of these the thing is talking about if I hear any of these examples. Is it the thing that's such an effect, though not formally recognized? I mean, you probably can get it out of context. But uh, exercising power as if illegally constituted a de facto government. Although if I heard de facto government, I could put the first definition to it. It's not formally recognized, formally recognized. And then the other one is more complicated, resulting from economic or social factors rather than from laws or actions of the state. If you can't tell, my brain does not fully understand these things as well as other people's brains. What were the words of this episode? I'm going to reread them, and then we're going to pick one as the word of the episode that we had today. Dear, dear Barry, Deer fly, deer hound, deer mouse, deer skin, deer stalker, deer tick, deer yard, de escalate, deet, def, def, deface, de facto, de facto. Hmm. Which one is jumping out? I mean, I love all of these actual animal things deer hound, deer mouse. That's not an animal. Uh, but I don't think I'm going to pick any of those. I think, I think maybe we just need to pick def. The cool one as the word of the episode. I don't feel like I'm somebody who can say that I'm deaf, but you can say it. You can say it. Uh, do I sing the They Might Be Giant song? I'm deaf. Nope, that doesn't sound good. Deaf. I always wanted to be deaf, but I am not. Okay, that's a that's gonna be the end of this this episode. Uh, let's see. I watched some movies. I watched some movies recently. I don't know if you care to know this. You can shut this off right now. I watched nine movies on the plane going to and coming home from our trip recently. And I I won't go through them all. What I see, E.T., hadn't seen that since I was a kid. Oh, it's good. It's got its problems. Uh, Jurassic Park Dominion, Real great to see on a eight-inch screen, but it still actually looked pretty good because the technology is getting pretty good. Um, and I enjoyed it. I had fun. You know, it's completely ridiculous, but what else are we going to expect at this point? Um, ooh, the Big Bird documentary. I am Big Bird. Got to see the Big Bird documentary. Um, learn some stuff. He's awesome. He was awesome. Oh, any other important ones to mention? I don't think so. That's fine. This is going to be the end of the episode. Thank you very much for listening, and until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye.